Good morning, Sideline Junkies. Welcome to the week eight edition of the Junkies Predictions and NFL Insight. It looks like we got a full house today. Myself, BJ, I got KG with me. Yo, yo. My man, Delonte. Yo, yo. Big Jim in the house. What's up? And hopefully we got Junie this time. We was having some difficult. Junie, you there with us? Yes, sir. Let's go, baby. Hey, that's a full house, baby. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, first of all, it wouldn't be we gotta we gotta congratulate my man Delonte on the birth of his son on the 23rd. Landon Edwards Rogers is in the house. Future sideline junkie. Thanks, I appreciate yeah. it, man. Thank you, yes, sir. Hey, we gotta have we got hey we gotta have the young ones to pass the junkie name off to. Yeah, we do. So, hey man, congratulations! I know you haven't got any sleep. It's all good because we, me and you, in the same boat. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know sleep anymore. I know naps. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the quick naps are the best. Hey fellas, we uh we into week eight of the NFL. We already got the uh, London game in progress. The Eagles are on top of the Jaguars, twenty four to fifteen, with eight thirty one left in the fourth quarter. Um. I think everybody across the board picked the Eagles for, for that pick. Is that correct, KG? Uh, Yes, sir. Everybody got the Eagles. Okay. I'm going to save the juicy games for last. When I say juicy games, um, we show some favoritism on the show. We got Pittsburgh Steelers fans in here. We got Denver Bronco fans in here. Hell to the Redskins. We got Redskins fans in here. And, and, and the loner, the Buffalo Biller in the house. We – now, the only reason why that game is going to be last is because it's the Monday night game. But that's going to be quick. We might do a a, a separate six second segment on that. How about that? <laughs> like a little quick, <laughs> little quick run through. But anyway, I'm I, I, glad y'all joining joining us. Um, let's dive into. I'm trying to skip over a couple of games, and we'll go back to them before talk, you before you dive in. Let's go after seven weeks. Delonte's lead has shrank. Delonte only got a three-game lead over BJ and Junie, who are tied for second. Delonte 63-39-2. BJ and Junie 60-42-2. Wow. Jim, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jim is in second place. Jim has leapfrogged you guys and jumped in the second place. Woo! Oh. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, Jim leapfrogged 61-41-2. Now, third place tied. Is sixty forty two and two, and that's BJ and Junie. BJ had an awesome week last week. Him and Jim tied for the win, two losses. Hey, I'm making up ground. I'm only one game out of third, fifty nine thirty two and two. Okay. Now, BJ okay. sent me a a a, a, a little uh, picture that kind of made me smile and let me know that we're doing something right here. And the so called experts put up their season records. They only have. They picked every game and only had, what, 50 wins tops, BJ? I think it was 50 or 52. So when I saw that, KG, I was I was smiling ear to ear because I was like, we killing them. Now, they're supposed to be so-called experts. I don't know if they lay points on the line and they lay games and, you know, they push and all that. No, no, no. We go straight up. We don't care what the point spread is. A win is a win. And uh, <laughs> looking at it uh, – Sideline junkies might be your best bet when you want to pick games. Hey, come to us before you go to Vegas. We we make you some a little bit of money. 
I you, love it. <laughs> you come out of there on top a little bit. We ain't gonna we ain't gonna put you you know, we ain't gonna put you in the water too much. So and we won't charge you anything. <laughs> 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 hey fellas, week eight, I like I always say about those picks, it's a marathon, not a race. We got a whole eight weeks to go. So let's dive into it. The New York Jets going to Chicago to take on the Bears. The point spread is uh, 44, with Chicago being an eight-point favorite. Um, I can't – it's hard to go against Chicago. Um, with, is, is Khalil Mack playing? Because I know he was he was, he was was fighting injury bug. He's questionable. He's nope. questionable. Breaking yeah. news, won't play. He won't play? Okay, nope. so that's, that's a big difference. But I think Chicago still has enough. They still got uh, – what's his name? Trevathion. Yeah, yeah, they still they still got some pieces. Khalil Mack ain't the only piece on that defense. They still got Eddie Goldman too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I'm gonna give it to Chicago. I'm gonna say Chicago is gonna take this game. Twenty four thirteen. Uh, you know we we got to keep in mind that Darnold he's only a rookie, and while he has shown glimpse glimpse of greatness, you know he's also made. Careless mistakes. I think today might be a game in which we get both greatness and careless mistakes. I think that Bears defense, even without Mac, will contain him. I got Chicago winning. Uh, it's gonna be kind of low scoring. Give me a seventeen or ten. Yeah, I don't think Sam Donald can overcome that Chicago defense. So that's off the back. Let's go to Bears. Uh. Let me see. Trubisky been throwing up some points. Let's go 24-17. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Bears. I, I think their defense is still going to be a little too tough for them, especially if they can get Cohen and uh, Howard Jordan going at the same time. I'm going to go with the Bears 23-10. Uh, to 10. I don't think it's going to be a contest. Not that I I don't think Sam Darnold was a pretty daggone good quarterback. I just think Chicago's defense alone is just too good. But, you know, Chicago defense takes the spotlight off of the offense, which is pretty daggone good in itself. They almost beat the uh, AFC champ, New England Patriots, last week. So let's not forget that. But and, Indeed, they did. If it wasn't for a heads-up play by New England's defense, that game would have went to overtime. I think Chicago would have took it. So, give me uh, Chicago in this one. Twenty-seven-nine. Mm, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Newton, uh, the Jets are going to score a touchdown. I think they're just going to get three field goals early. Hey, fellas, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a throw a monkey, monkey wrench in. Out of the eight weeks we gone, if you had to to give me the top three rookie quarterbacks, what's your top three? Mm. Man. Uh, I'm going – I'm going to go Darnold, Mayfield, and then I'm – I'm putting Lamar Jackson up there because Josh Rosen and Josh Allen look horrible. And I know it's a dead product of their environment, but Lamar comes in, makes some plays. You know, I know he's mostly running the ball out the wildcat and the 
read option, but making plays is making plays. Josh Allen, I guess I would put in front of Rosen because he makes plays with his legs. He seems to have regressed a little bit in his passing game, but um, what y'all think? I'm going to go Baker first. Um, Which uh, Josh played for Buffalo? Allen. Allen, based off that win against Minnesota alone, like he was, it was gutsy. He was, you know, he was calling some plays or running some plays out there that was, you know, magnificent. And then I'm going to go, I'll go, I'll go Donald for number three. So, yeah, Baker, Allen, and Donald, my top three. Um, it's not too many to choose from, really. We got Mason Rudolph of Pittsburgh. He's not seeing any time. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with Baker Mayfield first, Sam Donald second, and I gotta agree with BJ Lamar Jackson. He already scored a touchdown, so that's my three. I'm going. Uh, I might go. Um. Um. Josh Allen. And uh, Sam, well, Sam Donald, then Josh Allen. I can't, I'm not putting Lamar Jackson up there because these guys, he's in situational football. In certain plays, you know, when it's four downs to go, Josh Allen and Sam Donald are coming out there to play. True, indeed. Hey, fellas, fellas, hey, before you go, KG, I'm gonna start throwing these monkey wrenches in there, catch y'all off your guard. Yeah, you you definitely caught me off guard with that one. I mean, geez. Uh, I'm going to say Baker Mayfield first. And that's not because of how I feel about Cleveland or anything. Um, But Baker Mayfield has grown on me this season, period. I didn't like him coming, you know, going into the draft. I didn't think he was going to be a decent quarterback. But then I saw his dedication and his work ethic. And of all people, he, he, he sat behind Terod Taylor and learned the X's and O's, and they just keep getting cheated out of wins. They're supposed to be 4-2-1 four and, two, four, two and one right now. But Baker first, Sam Darnold second. I want to put Lamar Jackson in there because, you know, that's going into the draft. That's my favorite quarterback in the draft this year. Um, but go ahead and, 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 and let me go ahead and put Josh Allen in there because Josh Allen is expected to carry not only the team, but the entire franchise, the front office, the stadium, the the fans, um, he's expected to carry everything in Buffalo. I think he's trying to put the whole state on his back, and he doesn't have the weapons to do that. So, no, he's trying to carry him, and the straps broke, baby. Yeah, so. but you also got to realize he doesn't have James Lofton and Andre Reid on the outside. He doesn't have Thurman Thomas and Kenneth Davis behind him. This is not the '90s. He doesn't have a team already built around him. He's just coming into a situation to take over. I'm so sorry. Take some time. How many? How many years of Tom? We 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 said on this show, Tom Brady had basically nobody at receiver. Oh, the last what? Eighteen years. <laughs> so I've always said that. Yeah. So that excuse that that that's an excuse to me because you make people great around you, and what I'm seeing as a Buffalo Bill fan watching is just that it seems like him going through his he's regressing 
you know, going through his progressions and throwing the ball. And I, it, it might be a little slump or whatever. Hopefully he gets out of it. But on to the next game, fellas. Let's see. I'm trying to save the, the good three for last. Seattle going into Detroit, taking on the Lions. 48-point uh, line. Detroit is a three-point favorite. I think this is going to be a really tight game here. Um, Detroit has the weapons, has the QB. And Seattle, Russell Wilson, he's just gutsy. He just makes plays and with people in his face every week. He just It just seems that he, he you know, he makes something happen with his legs. And then, you know, by the time he, he scrambles, it's somebody wide open. Um, man. But I'm going to have to go Seattle here. And I'm going to go Seattle 27-24. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think Seattle, I think they're kind of starting to kind of pick it up somewhat. But um, Detroit, man, the, Detroit's one of those sleeper squads. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and um, – Damn, I'm trying to think. Seattle, Detroit, Seattle, Detroit. I'm going to go Seattle, but it's going to be extremely close. 26-23. Yeah, that's going to be a close one. But um, I got to go with Russell Wilson and Seahawks. Let's go Seahawks. Uh, 31-27. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions, man. I'm going to go... Um, 17, the Lions. Hopefully the new trade for Snats shows up today and they see they got some good value. So I'm banking on Snacks making a difference today for the Lions. I, I would like to pick the Lions in this one, but I don't, I don't think Snacks is going to make a difference. I really don't. Because the Lions, you know, they can win, but uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. No. Give me Seattle. <laughs> I got no confidence in the Lions. I got more confidence in Seattle right now than I do Detroit. So give me Seattle. And I agree with everybody. It's gonna be a close one. Uh. Give me Seattle twenty to nineteen. You see how somebody all of a sudden jumps to second place and going out on limbs and got a little confidence now. <laughs> oh man our right, next game in the stable the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals the line for this one gentlemen is 54 and a half with Cincinnati being a three and a half point favorite um see Cincinnati is one of them frustrating you just don't, don't know what team is going to show up what Andy Dalton is going to show up? Is he going to hit AJ Green a couple times? You know, you got Tyler Boyd now. Um, I don't know what happened to uh, John Ross, but uh, he got some weapons. He ain't show he, up. Yeah, I mean, he got he got two backs in the back. He got weapons. It's just which Andy Dalton's are going to be there. Then which defense is going to show up? Is are they going to play ball, or are you going to get the? Uh, Burfett that, that that gives you timely penalties. It's just like I think that um did y'all hear the Deshaun Jackson requested a trade? Yeah, I was I was look, just looking yeah. at that. Yeah, so 
Um, a little bit of turmoil in Tampa Bay. I think that they're going to do their best to get Deshaun the ball a couple times deep. Um, that'll make him happy. It doesn't take much to make him happy. Uh, I guess I got to go against the pick here, too. I just don't think Cincinnati uh, – hold on. What's the weather supposed to be like? How about that? What's the weather in Cincinnati today? Uh, hold on. Let me get that. See if I can get that. I'm a guess. Say 50 and gusty. Oh man. Usually, uh, I, I had my app up and it just disappeared. So. And of course, I don't have it. I got everything but the weather. All right. Well, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just go off and see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I, I'm gonna say that Andy Dalton shows up today, put some, put some points up, and I'm gonna go <laughs> Cincinnati 31, Tampa Bay 24. I think, uh, yeah, you know, everybody's knowledgeable about Deshaun wanting to trade. Um, don't know why, but. All right, uh, whatever work you know is best for business. I think Tampa Bay. I think they're gonna respond. Um, had a tough loss last week in Cincinnati. Man, they just they just didn't show up at all. Um, I think they're still gonna be reeling from that ass whooping from last week. Give me Tampa Bay in this one. Um, twenty-seven to twenty-one. Well, I thought this was a close. Um. Their lineups are really close. They got a good quarterback. Both teams got the good receivers. Um, I didn't even realize Deshaun Jackson wanted to be traded. So, uh, wow. Let's go with Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 24-17. Hey, Jim, what, hey, Jim, what you turn yeah. into a weatherman? It's supposed to be 52 in Cincinnati, light rain. Uh, wind gusts at 35. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, my stadium, baby. It's like, nah. Hey, look, I'm going to go with – I want to go with the Bucks because I need the Bucks to beat the Bengals for real. But both offenses are pretty terrible at times. And I'm going to say the Bengals – I mean, the Bucks uh often more inconsistent than the Cincinnati. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati, um, win this one uh, 27 to uh, 10. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Um, ever since Jameis Winston has came back, this team hasn't been the same. Of course, I mean, you know, Fitz Magic was going to wear off. I'm sorry. We all knew that. We didn't know if it was going to be because of a contract or whatever, but Fitz Magic wore off. But when Jameis came back, this team looked nothing like itself, even when Fitz Magic was struggling. So Tampa Bay's a joke right now. Um, I'm going to say... Who they? Who they say they're going to beat them Bengals? It ain't going to be Tampa Bay. Uh, Cincinnati? Mm, 27-17. And that last seven from Tampa Bay is going to be a cosmetic touchdown. Nothing real big. <laughs> so is that a Tampa Bay sweep? Did anybody take – I mean, Cincinnati sweep? No, nah, uh, Delonte took Tampa Delonte. Bay. Okay. I got Tampa, got Tampa Bay. Bay. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game. Baltimore Ravens going into Carolina to take on the Panthers. Temperature 64, no precipitation. 10-mile-an-hour win. Wind gusts is 16. Um, I believe the last three out of four games, Carolina has allowed 300 yards passing. 
So you, you get Joe Flacco, his weapons today. Um, the line is 44. Baltimore's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, man. But I'm going to go against it. I'm going to say Cam. Oh, Cam. <laughs> he did it. He did it. <laughs> I'm taking the Panthers. I'm taking – I know McCaffrey's been struggling on the ground, but I think Cam can make enough plays against that defense. I think it's going to be tight. It's going to be close. But I'm going to go Carolina. Uh, Carolina 21, Baltimore 20. Uh, we're talking two great defenses, uh, Carolina and Baltimore, um, especially Baltimore. Um, then we got two good quarterbacks, in, uh, Killer Cam and Flacco. Um, I'm going to give this one to Carolina only because they're, you know, the home field advantage. Um, but uh, with BJ, this is going to be an extremely tight and close game. Um, give me Carolina 23 to 20. This is definitely going to be a good game, y'all. Um, wow. Carolina Panthers uh, uh, finish the game. They could be down, but uh, – Panthers will finish. Um, let's go Panthers. Uh, 27-24. Man, this is like a toss-up. Uh, I don't know. After watching Cam like mess it up against the Redskins in the fourth quarter, them inaccurate passes, man, he makes me very nervous. But a week later, comes back and beats the Eagles. <sighs> man, I need Baltimore to lose. But I think Baltimore might pull it out. So I'm going to go with Baltimore over the Panthers. Um, uh, 17-14. That's, that's amazing. Two games back-to-back, you picked a division rival. Yeah, man. It's just – I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, you're a strong man for that. You, you're a strong man for that. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, geez, I want to go with Baltimore so bad. But I'm like, if the Redskins can beat Carolina, Baltimore is a little bit better team than the Redskins. Uh, go ahead and give me Baltimore in this one. Uh, but it's going to be very, very close. I mean, super close. It's going to come down to a Justin Tucker field goal. He's going to redeem himself after last week yeah. missing that extra point because he was shocked. Uh, you're going to see a lot of Justin Tucker today, so mm, make it 27-24 Baltimore. All right, now into the meat and potato games, the, the fan favorite sideline junkie games. And we going to Pittsburgh first. We going to Heinz Field for the 1 o'clock game against the division rival Cleveland Browns. And I think last time around, I think Pittsburgh was a little bit embarrassed that they, they let they let Cleveland tie with them. Even though Cleveland's a good team, they're still the, the big dog of the division. I think they're going to come out today at home and try to prove a point against Cleveland. And Cleveland's struggling a little bit, trying to find their identity. I think, like KG said earlier in the, in the, in the cast, that they've had some really, really questionable calls the last four weeks. I think 
I think the NFL owes them an apology for each of the last four games. It's been something that's happened that that's been caused the Cleveland Browns to be out of field goal range or some type of play that that just takes the the air out of them and and basically hands the other team the game. So, but not today, Cleveland. I'm going with Big Ben. I'm going with AB. I'm getting going with Juju. Um, the line for this game is 46 and a half with Pittsburgh at eight point favorite. So I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. I'm gonna put a 35-17. Yeah, I, um, I agree with BJ. I think uh, Cleveland has, um, although they're better, you know, because of the talent that they've drafted over the past few years. I think, you know, they're still trying to like find that that niche, you know, find their identity per se. Um, and I think Pittsburgh, they're starting to kind of put things together. So I think we, we might be in the midst of a, a good Steelers run. Um, give me Pittsburgh in this one, 31 to 13. Who needs <laughs> Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> <laughs> Keep running that ball, James Connell. My Steelers over the Browns, 35-17. Damn. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. I'm reluctantly go with the Steelers. They still make me nervous. They tend to play down the other team's level, but they're probably averaging about 30-some points a game, about 31, 32 a game, I guess. So I'm going to go with the Steelers today. I think I'm going to um, go with Junie, like 35-14. Well, looky, looky. <laughs> I'm sorry, Junie. I'm sorry, Jim. But I can't do it. You you pick Cleveland, you a fool. No, because think about it like this. Cleveland can't stop the run. Duke Johnson and, and Chubb is going to get out on that defense. This is going to be the game where they write it. Come on now. They almost beat them early in the season. But if you're not for that dumb tie, that game was won twice. Give me Cleveland. And it's going to be another close one, but Cleveland's going to finish the job, put them down, 24-21, mm. mm. in regulation. Mm. And Pittsburgh, huh? And Pittsburgh. Mm. Now, they, now after they win, they got to run out of the highest field because them fans are going to be upset. Now, they, they got to run out. The fans will be stunned. That's what's going to happen. This ain't, this, ain't, this ain't the old Cleveland. This is not the Cleveland from the last 17 years. It's a new Cleveland. <laughs> Well, all right. Now, next, the next meat and potatoes game, the Denver Broncos going into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, baby. 53 and a half points. But the Kansas City Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites. Arrowhead today at one is 63 degrees. Perfect football weather. 12 mile an hour wind with 20 mile per hour gusts. Give me Kansas City 84 to 7. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I did it. <laughs> How do you stop the Kansas City Chiefs, baby? Nah, for real, though. Denver has the recipe to stop Kansas City. His name is Von Miller. And when he gets going, he if he can get going and cause trouble, it can give Kansas City and Pat Mahomes trouble, but I just don't think I think they they have Kansas City has too much on offense. He, you could go to 
three receivers. You can go to the tight end, the running back, both running backs. And then Mahomes, if if it gets really gritty, he can run it. So, and I and I think the, the problem with Denver is their offense can't keep up with Kansas City. So if they get down, it's pretty much over for Denver unless the defense could come through and score. So that's I'm gonna take Kansas City. Um, I don't think they put up a forty burger this week, but I'm gonna go thirty-eight seventeen. Uh, when I say ass, you say whooping. Ass whooping. <laughs> ass whooping. I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm a Broncos fan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To to the end, to the death. But today just ain't going to be our day, man. I think um, Bond and Bradley Chubb, I think they're uh, starting to kind of like come together and become a good um, tandem, pass rush tandem. I know we did some good things against the Rams and then, of course, against the Cardinals. Um, let's see what happens today. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Kareem Hunt, and um, Hill, man, it's too much, man, way too much. Uh, I got Kansas City beating the brakes off of us 34 to 17. I got to disagree with both of y'all. Um, I think this is going to be the game that Denver Broncos defense really steps up. They're going to put a hold on uh, Mahomes. Um, it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a game that Denver really proves themselves. But they're not going to prove themselves good enough. Uh, KC, let's go 28-14. I think I'm going to go with uh, Kansas City, 31 uh, to 20. Yeah, Mahomes just got a, a heck of an arm. I'm just, man, can't get no better from my first-year player. So, yeah, I got Kansas City. This is a no-brainer, and this is chalk all the way across the board. Everybody got KC. So you taking different. Nah, I'm not gonna be an idiot. This is gonna be... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be smart. I'm gonna be smart because I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes, aka Kermit T. Frog. He he's just a monster, man. We 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 got a graphic up on uh, our IG page, sideline junkies, of just a lightning hitting his arm as he's throwing, and he has a lightning arm, and he's accurate. Uh, I could say so much about him, but. I won't even need to get into detail. Y'all see the man play. Kansas City, 34, Denver, 16. All right. So, next, the next meat and potatoes game, this is the last 1 o'clock game before we head on to the, uh, the next segment with the late games. The Washington Redskins take on the New York football Giants in MetLife Stadium. And uh, I just want to make this – East Rutherford, New Jersey. Not in New York. I just want to say that. Um, 54 degrees, no precipitation. Uh, 10 mile an hour winds. Uh, let's see the. Let's see what the line is. 44. The Redskins are only a one-point favorite. This is a trap game for the Redskins. This is a game. This is where Eli is going to they, The last game the Giants played, Eli, they, they – they start. He start finding Odell and Stern for whatever reason. They cannot get into the end zone. Um, I think they need to wake Eli up early, make him take some shots early, 
the Redskins defense, their secondary has proven that they are questionable at best. And I think this is one of those games the Redskins is going to go into MetLife Stadium and get shell-shocked. And I'm going to take the Giants uh, 17-13. You know, one of the things that's impressed me throughout the entire NFL this year is the resurgence of uh, AP. Uh, Adrian Peterson, he's played, he's played pretty good. Pretty good. Absolutely. Um, despite going, you know, at one point going from the Saints to the Cardinals and then, you know, kind of just sitting out there. He's definitely resurrected his career. Um, I kind of expect him to, to continue that trend today. Um, and, and I know the Redskins, they have tendencies of, like, going, you know, away and, like, laying eggs. But I'm going to take the Skins today. It's going to be close. But give me the Skins 20 to 16. <laughs> All right, this will be a really good game here, y'all. This will be a really good game. Um, I just think Eli just looks so afraid when he see them defenders running toward him. Um, God's gonna be a close game. Let's go with the skins over the giant. Uh, twenty-four, twenty-one. I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with the Redskins on this one. Like Junie said, I think uh Manny just so shell shocked, you know. Anybody get near him, he's just gonna freak out and just throw it under or over. And I believe OBJ probably will have a good game against Norman. But normally Tim is he still plays one side of the field, right? So uh I'm gonna go with the Redskins. Twenty uh twenty one 10. Now, see, here's my, my problem with this. I would love to go with the Redskins. But this is the 28th ranked offense. I, I don't see them putting up very many points, but this is also the number one defense. So that 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 that, that makes me smile that we got the number one defense. Uh, I'm going to go after last week. Jordan Reed has to get more than uh, four targets in this game. Jordan Reed has to be the feature piece. They need at least and then, 10 a game. Yeah, and then AP needs to touch the ball 10 to 12 times a game. And Chris Thompson comes back. Him, uh, uh, Capri Bibbs, you got to put Samaji P. Ryan on inactive list, bring up Mac Brown. Those three running backs right there, Chris Thompson, AP, and um, – Capri Bibbs with Mac Brown being a supporting uh, cast till he get his legs under him. Those guys right there need to run that ball and run it effectively. And I don't think anybody can stop them. But if that happens and they listen to me and play the way I know we can play, uh, Washington, oh, man, 28-14, and they'll score the 28 points in the first half. Damn. You took Washington? That's yeah. That that that's how it always is. We score all our points in the first half and can't do anything. Everything that was working in the first half, they can't stop. Oh, let's go do this. Well, I guess I'm the only one on the Giants uh bandwagon today, huh? Yeah, that bandwagon is wobbling, got a flat tie, bent rims. 
<laughs> so you you, you kind of sort of just driving it. I mean, it's put, putting along like a 1978 Pinto. But I got Odell dancing on it, so that makes 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 up for everything. And he messing up the paint job and didn't it. <laughs> and that is it for the uh, for the early games. Join us for our next segment. We're going to go into the five late games, the 8 o'clock game, and the uh, Monday night game. So, <laughs> yeah. That Monday night game don't need much time. Don't need much time at all. So stay with us. All you got to do is keep listening. <laughs> 